probability that one or more team members may be infected by intruder organism. 75%. If intruder organism reaches civilized areas, entire world population infected 27,000 hours from first contact. Welcome to The Thing Minute Podcast, where we discuss John Carpenter's 1982 science fiction horror masterpiece, The Thing, one minute at a time. I'm Harper W. Harris from harperwharris.com, and joining me this week is... Hey, I'm Mike Cummins from the Tarantino Minute Podcast and a bunch of other stuff over at uh, twooldmedia.com. Awesome. So yeah, tell us about uh, Tarantino Minute a little bit. So we go, of course, just like this. We go minute by minute through uh, all of Tarantino's movies. We just did, not like, I guess not just, but we did uh, Reservoir Dogs already. And now we're currently on Pulp Fiction, which is my personal favorite. So it's uh, it's been a wild ride so far dissecting uh, anything of Tarantino's, I guess. Yeah, most definitely. You guys were lucky to grab grab that one up early. <laughs> I know. I'm surprised that nobody grabbed it. Somebody had the Twitter handle and was like, hey, do you mind if I grab that from you? Because you're not doing anything with it. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're definitely uh you're you're in one of the best ones with Pulp Fiction. I'm I'm a pretty big fan of that one and uh Jackie Brown and Inglorious Bastards and you know, Hate Hateful Eight has a whole lot in common with this movie. So I know it'll probably be a pretty long time before you guys get to that oh, one. But uh I know. <laughs> I haven't seen Hateful since uh since they did the road show and I saw it at midnight and I, it's the only time I saw it. So yeah, I think I think that might be the only time I saw it as well. It's, but yeah, it's I it's funny. I remember thinking seeing it about, you know, wow, that feels very I don't know why exactly, but it feels very John Carpenter. And then, you know, because of uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah. <laughs> in the snow. Yeah. The whole isolation thing. And, yeah. you know, like these guys are getting kind of picked off one by one in a way. So, yeah, definitely, definitely shares some DNA with the thing, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. So today we're talking about minute 86 of the thing, which begins with uh, Windows last moments as he's burning by the wall and then uh, ends a minute later with uh, everyone staring at Gary as they're about to start his test. So um, we kind of get the we're, we're starting this week with the tail end of the uh, of the whole blood test sequence. So um, so, yeah, we kind of just finished up like just as this minute's starting, we're finishing up the like incredibly intense craziness of the whole Palmer transformation and everything. And then um this minute kind of is where it starts to kind of ramp down a little bit. So the tension kind of breaks it in a way. Yeah. Did you guys talk about how, like how they did the, um, on like your last minute, how they did the, um, the, like the effect of him on the wall and everything, how they did that whole burning thing. Um, a little bit. What, what, uh, what have you got to, to add? Well, like <laughs> I, I thought, cause I was, I, this is my favorite movie to watch with commentary. I think yeah. the commentary is the best thing in the world because honestly, because of Kurt Russell, I think he, I, I'm one of his biggest fans <laughs> and um, how John Carpenter was explaining, you know, there, there's people behind the wall, like operating the arms and the legs on sticks oh, and like, yeah. the walls on fire. And there's like still people doing it. I'm like, that's yeah, insane. Yes. Uh, <laughs> add that It's been a running theme with this podcast is like, you know, I probably should have been keeping a list somewhere of all the like incredibly dangerous things that they did <laughs> during production that yeah. they would probably never get away with now. Um and yeah, that's certainly one of them where it's like, yeah, you guys can puppeteer like while the wall in front of you is literally like engulfed in flame, right? 
yeah. I always get a kick out of like the Kurt Russell flying the helicopter and he's still yeah. in like pilot school and you can see it kind of like, Oh, I don't know that helicopter's going. All right. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's lots of, lots of like, uh, you know, actors using real flamethrowers and getting really close to real explosions. And oh my yeah. gosh, the dynamite in the scene right before this mm-hmm. is insane. Yeah, we um, we, we in the uh, last episode we read out their uh, the guys over at Outpost Thirty One somehow got their hands on either the audio file or a transcript of the audio file from uh, when the sound guy was still recording right after that. And it is mm. pretty hilarious um, <laughs> to get everybody's reaction, especially Kurt Russell's with uh, my personal favorite, Kawa fucking Bunga is what <laughs> his reaction to the explosion. So, oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, so we get a win- Windows death here, which, uh, or well, I guess his second death kind of. So this is uh we're we're down to five people out of the original twelve. We're left with uh, Mac, Childs, Gary, Nalls, and and presumably Blair, who we haven't seen in a little while. Um, mm. But yeah, everybody else is is gone at this point. Sure, we're less than half of what we started with. Picked <laughs> them off so fast in that opening scene. Yeah, in the opening of like the blood test scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get Windows kicking his last, and then um, then we kind of move on to what I think is actually. In, intentional or not, I think this is actually one of my one of my favorite parts of the movie because I I find it really funny. Just the editing of it is really kind of comedic to me. It really kind of breaks the tension, not particularly at the beginning with uh, with Nalls, but uh, after Childs gets tested, it gets kind of it gets a little goofy. Um, so yeah, Nalls gets his test done, and he, you know a, again, you know we talked about this uh, last week a good bit, but. Nalls and Childs both, you can tell, are very concerned about their own tests, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's something they don't really say out loud that people that you might not know that you're the thing, but they all clearly believe that because, yeah, Nalls is clearly very worried as his test is going on, um, which is, is you know, another interesting bit of evidence and, and you know, something to think about when you're kind of theorizing about how the thing works and, and what it's like to be taken over by the thing. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask you, like, if you thought that, if you think the thing is aware of itself as a thing, I don't know if you've like, I don't know. I, I have, I know you had a, uh, my, my buddy Mark on the show yeah. and, um, like we, we, this is like our bond is over the thing. And I always like to say to him, like, no, I, I honestly think the thing is like self-aware. And he's like, nah, man, that's not, that's not happening. But I don't know. I think this test like kind of proves the point of it doesn't know if it's self-aware sometimes. Yeah. Like maybe it almost like it's a self-defense thing. Like maybe when, mm. it, when it helps it out to, to make the imitation seem like it doesn't know. Yeah, you know, but then again, we, you know, as far as we're aware, if the test is legit, then these guys aren't infected and they're just, you know, they're regular human beings who are worried that, you know, maybe that's just a misconception that they have about the thing. Because Palmer, when he's about to be tested, certainly looks pretty guilty. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't know. That's a good point. (laughs) But Gary looks pretty like he looks like terrified about his test results. I think he looks more worried than like, you know, Keith David does. Yes. So, um, yeah, to skip ahead a little bit, Gary, when, when, uh, just as Childs, after he gets tested and Childs is kind of freaking out to get away from him, Gary looks really suspicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they do that, you know, we're, we're looking just at him and then we kind of, we're kind of getting Keith David or, uh, Childs' point of view a little bit. And the way Gary just kind of like turns up and looks at him very slowly is very like, kind of alien or robotic even it reminds me a lot of bennings when they find him out in the snow um yeah 
And it's just kind of odd. Like, I wonder if Carpenter was like, yeah, act, you know, act kind of like he's just like very like oddly calm about the situation, uh, which really makes him it seem like he, you know, I, I understand why Childs is freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Childs is like wriggling his way free and Gary's just like, hey, dude, like, sorry. Sorry you're stuck with me right now. Yeah. Tough, tough break, <laughs> huh? Am I right? Right. <laughs> yeah, he's very inhumanly like chill about the situation. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, just before that, we get a, a some a great child's moment, some great Keith David stuff here, where he's um, you know, he's about to do his test, and again, you know, like we said, he's he's maybe not quite so sure how his test is going to go, and uh, so you know, we get his uh, let's do it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is about as badass as you can get in this situation. Um, I, I I feel like I want to use that every time I go to the doctor. I'm about to get like a, a vaccine <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Very usable in everyday life, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, oh, and I wanted to note too that uh, in the script, it's not just let's do it. It's it's yet another weird example of the uh, of let's do it Buana, where we get <laughs> Buana gets thrown in all the time in the script. And I'm, I'm pretty happy that they only use it once or twice in the actual movie. <laughs> it's like it's like John Carpenter is like trying to make like a like a saying for himself, almost like a comedic like, oh, like, oh, that's a John Carpenter saying. It's like, no, dude, that's not. People don't say that. People don't say that just like in everyday life. Right. <laughs> like, I'd love to know if, you know, maybe maybe people uh, who, who were around, and uh, you know, when this movie came out, uh, to my knowledge, this Buana was not something that was like, you know, <laughs> co- you know, a common phrase at the time. But it's maybe I'm wrong. Around. Right. Yeah. yeah uh, right in listeners, if uh, if you think otherwise. But um, yeah, it's uh, it definitely seems like something either Carpenter or Bill Lancaster were like real gung ho about you know getting getting started for some reason or like that was like oh yeah black guys say that let's you know that's what we should you know that's how we know that they're black guys it's like an episode one of star wars when they keep on saying wizard it's like that's not a thing nobody right. says like that's so wizard annie like nobody says that i remember when i saw that as a kid and thinking like maybe people do say that and i just never i'm, I'm not aware i thought i was like totally uncool and not knowing about wizard well you're not so wizard <laughs> right yeah, so uh, so Childs uh, gets his test done, and you know Childs is in the clear, and uh, yeah, he he kind of starts freaking out. Uh, you know, he he does his sigh of relief, but then he starts kind of freaking out, trying to get away from uh, get away from Gary, and uh, yeah, and then we get what is to me the funniest edit in the entire movie, where we cut from uh, we cut from Gary, uh, you know, by himself, or you know, as as Childs is kind of trying to wriggle free, we cut from that to. Gary by himself on the couch, <laughs> like like this, a kid like putting like time out. Exactly, <laughs> like this very wide shot. He's so like by himself in the frame, and yeah, it is exactly like time out. Like he he looks very kind of forlorn, and like, um, and then we cut to the whole group. Every like all three of them now have flamethrowers and are holding it against him. And it's just to me, it's very funny how this scene kind of progresses, where. It goes from Mac with flamethrower to Mac and Nulls with flamethrowers to Mac and Nulls and uh, Childs with flamethrowers <laughs> aimed at poor Gary there on the couch. <laughs> I agree. I think that that is like that is the that's the comedy of the whole thing is just the the what is the word I'm looking for? Like the addition of more people with flamethrowers just like it's I don't know. I think I agree. It's very funny. Well, and it's it's funny, too. I think part of it is just like. 
you know, we've seen what just happened with Palmer and even just before that with Norris. And so you get why these guys would be like wanting to go kind of over the top. But then, you know, just looking at at poor Gary there, that cut, I think if you didn't have that cut to Gary, like isolated, like in timeout, like you said, on the couch, then it wouldn't be so funny to see all three of these guys. It's like, oh, this is serious. But because we get that cut, he just looks so like that cut tells you like, oh, okay, he's not the thing. Like, this is kind of silly. Um, and then we cut to see all of them, uh, you know, kind of aiming at him like it's, you know, like like their lives depend on it. Yeah, um, Nalls looks like he's auditioning for Ghostbusters. Like he is serious <laughs> about Torch and Gary. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and, you know, I never noticed it really before uh, looking at it really closely for this episode, too. But that shot is like super dramatic, too. Oh, with the shadows and everything. It yeah. is it's like the lighting is so perfect. It is very. Yeah. Yeah, like we've got this super low angle behind Gary's shoulder. So we're looking up at them. So we're almost in Gary's point of view. And then, yeah, they've got those like, I don't even, like there's no reasonable place that that shadow would be coming from. Like there's just these huge <laughs> shadows on the wall of the three of them. Like, yeah, it's super, super dramatic, which I think kind of adds to the comedy a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this has always been one of my favorite little little bits just because it, it, I think in a really kind of subtle way it really breaks the tension of like the total because before this you know we've had five minutes of the blood test which is like ridiculously suspenseful and intense and like you know edge of your seat kind of thing and then the five minutes before that we had the whole norris situation (laughs) so it's like you know it's been kind of non-stop tension for the last like 10 minutes so to have this little thing which you can you know depending on your your point of view i guess you know if somebody's watching this movie who's you know not so into horror movies and is is really like uncomfortable and freaking out like this probably would play is pretty dramatic mm. um but if you're if you're you know you know maybe kind of more of a horror fan and a little more you know into it i guess then you know this really feels like a subtle kind of uh tension breaker which works really really well yeah you can like really feel like the act two is like really it's coming to a close with right. like you're not gonna have these like these comedic timings and these comedic bits going on in the middle of like an act you're going to have them towards the end so like the audience can really like cool down and get ready for like the big finale kind of thing yeah this is definitely like the kind of transition point i think mm-hmm. uh, for sure i think that's a good point yeah so yeah and and that i think that's probably correct that this really is about the end of act two because after this we're moving into um you know we've kind of they've got a test established so they know you know they think they know who's who you know <laughs> mm-hmm. we we, uh, we talked last week a lot about how um windows uh pretty cavalier sterilization of the scalpel on his pant leg may uh, <laughs> may kind of disqualify some of these test results i don't know <laughs> but i was uh, rewatching today and that like that windows first test were like that two bloods coming out of his thumb mm-hmm. uh, i never like really noticed it until like i remember john carpenter saying oh he's got a tube on the back of his thumb and it's like just like pops out of his thumb like un i don't i he, yeah, I don't know what, yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I had kind of forgotten that he does mention that in the commentary, but because we were, we were trying to figure out exactly, because that, that effect looks very different from the one used on Nall's thumb, yeah. um, which uh, uh, earlier, a couple of weeks ago, Blake was telling us about uh, how that's AB blood where they, it's two, two clear liquids and when they touch, they turn into something that looks a lot like blood. So you, and you can actually see that Nall's thumb is like dripping with some clear liquid beforehand. So it's pretty obvious if you know you know, you know what that is, but yeah, the, um, windows is cut. Definitely looks really different. It looks very, it, we, were, we were talking about just how much blood is coming from that cut and how uncomfortable yeah. it looks. 
Um, he has a main artery in his thumb. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, if he hadn't been uh, assimilated and then burned alive here, I think he probably would have died of thumb blood loss at some point, yeah. it seems like. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's that's kind of everything I had for this minute. But, um, yeah, since uh, we, didn't, we, we didn't get a chance to talk at the beginning, what's uh, what's your relationship with the thing? You, you said it's, you know, it's one of your uh, Mark's favorite movies to talk about. But, uh, you know, what's your experience with it? How did you start with the thing? Believe it or not, I am a big scaredy cat, and so I I like watching horror movies, but I'm always just completely terrified. It depends on them, honestly. Like I will, my favorite horror movie of all time is The Thing. Like this is I don't even consider it a horror movie; I consider it just a sci-fi movie. Sure, but like yeah, my favorite is like Evil Dead and that kind of stuff. So like really good, I guess like physical effects. But I so I went to Halloween Horror Nights here at like. Uh, universal and they had that's when the thing first came out like the, the new thing the 2011 thing mm-hmm. and i had never seen the original one and so i went to that that horror house that and the haunted house i guess and um like it was just the best the best halloween horror nights house i've ever been in my entire life i was like this is amazing they had like the like the ice bed and all that kind of stuff and the thing and it, like physical effect was so good and i was like man i, I want to watch this movie so i went home and watched it and i was like whoa this is insane <laughs> like the physical effects the the thing looks great everything is so cool and it didn't feel it doesn't i still to this day i don't think it feels dated at all like it mm-hmm. still like stands the test of time and then i was like talking to mark when he's like mark like i watched this movie the thing goes dude that's the greatest horror movie of all time like <laughs> I, I, it is so i've always been a huge john carpenter fan my first john carpenter movie was like they live but I yeah, didn't really good one. I, oh yeah, <laughs> way too long, but it's very good. <laughs> um, I never like dived into like John Carpenter stuff. I was like, oh yeah, I like him. You know, I like Halloween and you know they live. But I never then I watched the thing and that's when I got hooked on John Carpenter stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you know we haven't really talked at all about the the Halloween Horror Nights. I didn't realize they had, they had done one. I um I've actually never been, but I have some some. Uh, friends and fellow podcasters on the geek rex podcast that are are way into halloween horror nights and have gone every year for the last couple of years um so we talk about that on that show a little bit but um yeah so so the, the that actual haunt was based on the original or the or the prequel it was based on the prequel but they've had an original before i think they had an original thing house like in 08 or 07 oh man um but it was like a lot of the same I think it was a little bit of both, to be honest. But it was right. It was right when the new movie came out, so they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, we got to put out a horror house, a haunted house for it." So, but it was. I don't know how you feel about the the prequel. I like it because I like it tells the story beforehand, and it doesn't. It doesn't really have to be a prequel, I guess. But um, yeah, true. Uh, I really yeah the, the Halloween Horror Nights house was phenomenal and I've, like to this day I'm, i still don't think there's been a house as good as the thing house that's awesome yeah i was we were really considering going we thought about going this year and i was like we were on the fence about it and i, I thought they might do a, a thing house this year since it was the 35th anniversary and i was like okay if they oh, do yeah. that like 100 percent, we have to go <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah hopefully uh hopefully we'll make it down there next year but yeah that's really cool i'd love to uh, i'd love to experience that for sure oh yeah um Cool. Well, yeah, I think that's that's probably it for this minute. Did you have anything else you wanted to mention on uh, on minute eighty six? I'm all good. Cool. So uh, yeah, I think that'll wrap up eighty six. But uh, in the meantime, you can check out thethingminute.com for full show notes on every episode, including links to anything we talked about and uh, you know any movies or anything else like that we referenced. So check that out and uh, make sure to come back tomorrow for another episode of the Thing Minute. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please go to thethingminute.com. 
There you'll find the show notes with links to anything we talked about on this episode and lots of other resources on The Thing. You can also find us on Twitter at The Thing Minute and on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Thing Minute. But most importantly, subscribe, rate, and review us in iTunes so you'll never miss an episode. Check out other podcasts like this at moviesbyminutes.com and be sure to head over to starwarsminute.com to listen to the team that started it all. Thanks for listening, and until next time, this is Harper signing out. Thank you.